Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Defozy Time. This is episode 70. 70 shows of scintillating city soccer talk and free alliteration to boot. Um, we are seven minutes late uh, for episode 70 as we were trying to get the fourth host on. We have failed miserably. So um, we've decided the show must go on as our producer tries to get Pietro on um, because everyone knows they come to listen for him anyway. Um, so in the meantime, though, I'm Frank here with Dan and Chris. Say hello, fellas. There's not one week where we don't have technical difficulties. Seriously. <laughs> so we, should, we should just record that part. It's the best part of the It show. really is the best part. Usually there's a lot of cursing. There's a lot of like, you need to help me. We call. People hang up on each other. It's like the worst. Um, yeah. And you would think after 70 episodes with a dedicated producer who supposedly knows about this junk, by the way, and I know he can hear us as we're on mute as he's trying to help him. Um, this is totally not his fault, but we still like to bust his chops about it. But anyway, to those of you that are here, uh, it is uh, 9.09 now, not 9, 9 p.m. We are coming to you uh, East Coast time from New York. We are on Twitch, YouTube, podcast. We have Twitter. We have everything. Find us, engage with us, talk city out with us. Um, because it's awesome. All right, let's get into it, fellas, and let's hope that uh, Daddy's able to jump on and join here at some point. All right, what do you? I mean, I guess we're gonna start with the Super Cup, right? We might as well. We, we have to start with that, right? That was the middle of last week. Let's you know, throw out some Ajita. You know, we we've we've done this for seventy weeks, like Frank said. We've been <laughs> crapping on Sandro for seventy weeks, but it's been more than seventy weeks. How many years have we been crapping on this guy? Uh, I want to say four and a half plus at least. His first season was good with Juventus. The next one was a bit of a decline, and after that, he's been a complete shit show. So, I, I hate how everyone's just getting on him. We know he's not good. Get you know, give guy a break. <laughs> I know. I, I blame Allegri for keep continuing to play him. I don't. I don't blame him for. <laughs> well, that's a good point, right? If the coach is going to put you in, what are you going to say? No, I don't want to play. At a certain point, it, 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 you do have to blame the people around him. Look, it's not because of the stupid chess pass that cost them the, the Super Cup, right? That's mm-hmm. not the reason they lost. The mentality is, is is a lot more to do with it. But um, it doesn't help, right? Like, it's almost like you know people have been ripping on you. Like, you do the bare minimum. You, you, you barely can defend, you know, average defender at best. So- you don't go forward anymore. You provide nothing. And then you do a stupid boneheaded play, too. It's like, yeah. what? Like, what do you bring to the table? I don't know. The problem is, is Juventus is not good enough to make these dumb mistakes. They can't overcome well, so that. <laughs> for anyone who didn't see, it was the hundred and what twentieth minute where yeah. a ball mm-hmm. gets crossed in, um, and Sandro chests it down or chests it up, pops it up to the middle of the box, and <laughs> Alexis Sanchez pounces on it and just scores from the six yard box because yeah. it was. I guess in miscommunication, he thought he, maybe Perrine was going to get it. Or, he was going to adjust it to Perrine is the only thing yeah. I can kind of guess. But, um, yeah. you know, but it was nowhere near Perrine. It wasn't near any other defender. And it just yeah. basically in the 120th minute of overtime, uh, he, he gave – he yeah, the, that's the funny thing. Like, he could have easily headed it out. You could It's the 120th minute. Like, you don't need to show any class there. You don't show any for the other 119 minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, like, why are you bothering? What are you trying now? <laughs> Like seriously, like be know know your strengths, know your weaknesses, know who you are. Head the ball out, and you could have disappeared into the night, and they could have lost on penalty shots or whatever would have happened. Yeah, and- I mean, listen, the, I what I liked from that play was Kaylini going after uh, up to him afterwards and giving a hug. Like that's why you love Kaylini. Like yeah. he, he knows that he messed up real bad, and he's the one going to him like, hey, you know, relax, you know, whatever. You know, I, I appreciated that, and you're gonna miss that when Kaylini's even, you know, definitely retired. That's gonna suck, but. Um, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, the whole thing is like Kaylini's still one of the be- best defenders there when he's playing. And he, but it's it's the other stuff is why I'm such a big Kaylini fan. Like when Kaylini was young, uh, me and Daddy used to talk mad junk, right? When he used to play left back and he used to try to go forward and like he couldn't make a pass, he would trip over the ball, right? Like he was never the most technical. Then he just kind of played to his strengths. He was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the toughest defender here. I'm not gonna let you touch a ball. He he came into his own. But it's the intangibles of like the captain, the not wanting to lose, the being a really good sport over his entire career, right? Like being able to like joke around with the opponents before a penalty shootout, right? And like kind of get in their head. But you, you see know? it every uh, uh, 
um, coin toss too with the other captain. He's always yeah. sitting around having a good time. You know, he enjoys his, you know, he enjoys his life there, right? Like when you're between the lines, like he gives no freebies up, but he's very good. Like he's a very good sport. He's not dirty at all. And, and you would have to be like any other reputation with as hard as he plays with a bad reputation of being at all dirty. The guy would get thrown out after every game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> has a, the refs on his side yeah. and everybody likes him. So it works to his benefit. I will say from an inter side, I mean, I, they probably deserved to win. Not that I mean, they had the possession, they had the shots, whatever. But like, I wasn't super impressed with them, especially for the fact that they had literally their entire starting lineup, and Juventus had about four or five starters playing in, in the game. So you expected a bigger, a stronger uh, performance from Inter, um, considering the the lineups that were thrown out there from both teams. Yeah, so it was funny. Like I was working, so I got to see the first thirty minutes live, and then I had to go back and watch it after it. So the first 25, 30 minutes up to like McKinney's goal, like, it was pretty even. Like Juventus was trying to press a little bit, create some turnovers. Um, I was actually they weren't playing so bad. Then, from what I understand afterward, it kind of went into uh, shell mode, right? And it was like inter- which they usually do after yeah. a one nothing lead. It's yeah, so frustrating. It's so frustrating to watch. But DeCilio, you know, had the, the penalty, you know, he tripped up uh, for Jekko. It was on, like, just a like kind of clumsy, clumsy play, right? Both running away yeah. from the, the which, goal and just knocked legs and, like, ran into which, each other. If, if Daddy does get on, he'll tell you that was not a penalty. I mean, that was a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> he'll tell you it wasn't, though. Yeah. But then the mentality of, like, okay, like, let's, let's hold and hope to go to penalties. Like... You know, we used to criticize Italy back in the day in World Cup and big tournaments, like when they were tired to try in overtime to try to go to penalties. Remember, like in the air, maybe you guys were even young. I don't even know. Um, I remember. But Juventus to have that mentality in a Super Cup game, like it just kind of speaks to like what we are (laughs) essentially, right? And it's like, I don't know. It would have been nice to pull that one away just because it would have been nice to just be like, hi, Inter, you still suck even when we suck the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it is what it is. I mean, in the end, am I overly upset as a Juventus fan that Juventus lost this game? No, like I, I didn't care. I didn't put much stock in it. I never put much stock in the Super Cup. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't a great game to be honest. Like if that was an exciting, yeah. thrilling game, I'd be like, cool. Like whatever. I don't yeah. even care who won, but it was, it wasn't like the best you're, game to watch. Right. I don't really care either. Like to lose like that. It's like, what? Oh well, yeah. yeah. That was, I think the hard part, right? It's like, we know that we're not carrying the flow of play. We know we're not that great of a team, but it's like if you're gonna go to the 120th minute tied, don't give up, don't don't give up a goal on a stupid mistake, right? Like on a mistake that amateurs make, right? Like like nine-year-olds. Like lose, lose either by the merit of some great play or in penalties, or whatever you're gonna do. Don't lose in like, oops, I don't even know how to chest the ball back to my goalie. So <laughs> poor decision and then even worse execution. Nicely done. Um, and and one other thing, I mean, I know it's a middle of the week game, and they got big games coming up on the weekends and all that. But like, I mean, Dabala should probably start that game. I don't know why he's getting. I don't know why he's getting thirty minutes. Like, like he's your best player, and yeah. he, he rarely starts. That's what pisses me off. Is that like that Barella plays every single minute of every game, and Dabala can't play forty five minutes of the game. So it's a good. It's a good point. Like, was it? Was this? I'm trying to remember. Was this Dabala had come back the game before from injury? Was that what it was, it was in my well, head? I, I, I mean, he, yeah. I mean, he's. He hasn't been 100% fit, but still, like, he can't give you more than 30 minutes. Well, that was my thing. Like, in my head, I told myself, oh, they must not want to push him three games in, you know, seven days or whatever. But it is kind of crazy when you look at the, the talent Juventus has a lot, or the limited talent, especially with Kaze being out. It's like, they don't even get the ball of playing. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, okay, um, <laughs> you know. Like, cool, McKenney's playing strong, but that's about it. I mean, even Morata. I like the way Morata's been playing late, lately, but, like, you don't have much on that team specifically. No. Shilio's playing decent, but the rest of the people on the field haven't been giving you a lot, you know? So yeah. I, I, with that lineup, seeing it, I didn't expect the win. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, and listen, I, I don't even, I'm not even going to say congrats to Inter because even if we would have won, I would have been like, I would have celebrated more the fact we've been Inter than we actually won the Super Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end of the day, I think this is a trophy, though, inside of Italy means more to some, you know, 
the traditionalist than us, I think. Yeah. You know, I, even when it, in Juventus wins it, I don't think we ever put a lot of stock in it, but it's more of a bragging rights trophy. It just it would have been nice, like you said, to deny into yeah. actually winning it. Like, I don't yeah. really care. <laughs> yeah, especially and for a team like Juventus, like you're trying to get on a streak here and build some momentum, it would have been nice to bring home a trophy, right? I mean, I know in the long run it may not mean anything, but um, it, it was just a it was a game you could have won or you could at least not had a self-inflicted loss and you did. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, super cup. I, I don't know if there's much more. I'm sure if, if uh, uh, daddy signs on, he'll have stuff to say about that game too. So we might revisit. We, we might revisit this. I don't know. We'll see, but um, he, yeah, he, might, of- he might come into the chat apparently. So he couldn't, right. couldn't, it doesn't sound like they're being able to figure out the camera. <laughs> All right. All right. no, might um, be might be time for a new computer. Why oh. don't we go to um, the round twenty? What is it? Round twenty three? Round twenty two? Round twenty two. Yeah. Um, this weekend's games. We'll start with that. Um, you mean the games that took place like five hours after this one? Well, so so let's go with. Um, I, I'd probably sticking with Inter. <laughs> so it looks like uh, he is in the chat under uh, Parolo here. Uh, Parola, <laughs> and uh, what did he put? He goes, it would help Allegri with his conception of the game. What but, would? What would? I don't know. I don't know exactly what he's trying to say. Um, maybe, not- maybe he was saying if they were able to win, it would help solidify. Uh, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Vum onji. Oh, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting some spam in the chat. Dom, go to the um, Inter game. We'll, we'll we'll stick with Inter, and then we'll go back to to you. That's somebody else. I thought that was uh... that's not him. That's spam. Oh yeah, he did mean winning. So yeah, I agree with that. I think winning would have helped. You know, just uh, further kind of the the the, the, um, the project as you will right now. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we had – this I considered probably the biggest game of the weekend, Inter versus Adelante, um, and it ended up being a pretty exciting 0-0 draw. I mean, I, I, did you, you guys watch this? It was. I, I, I actually thought this game for a 0-0 game was pretty entertaining. It was. It uh, definitely was. I thought both teams created some chances. Adelante, I think, had a few more. And both goalies came up big. Like Musso made some M- Musso and Dondadovic made some big saves. And Musso made, you know, in the right moment, they really came up big. So, Yeah, I, I mean, you see, uh, Inter had the possession and maybe had, you know, they only they only had three shots on net, but all three of their shots, like Musso had to come out huge with, with like, reflex saves and, like, stretching out far. So he, you know, he. Which, he, by the way, the, one of the biggest saves Musso made was a turnover that Inter got basically by fouling um, Muriel, and it wasn't called. That was a straight up yeah. foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was two people converged on Muriel while he was dribbling. I think it was Barella, and I get mad because Barella gets every yeah. call, and yeah, he, no, like I, they don't call shit on him all they, the time. They but, sandwiched him, fouled him, turned the ball over, and Musso made a reaction save. Yeah, that was but, a really great save. Wait, and, so let, but let me ask you: You think if that goal would scored you don't think they would have took that back i don't know i, I, I don't know i don't know they they don't would have. I, I think Walker. i think var would look at it but i don't know that they would tell the but here's okay so it. here's my here's my problem with that like if they would have taken it back they got a corner kick off of the save yeah so shouldn't they have called it back and said no it's a foul no corner kick because what if they scored on the corner kick? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think they go that deep into it. But I that's, think but that's no, I think it's it's only on like goal scoring, like things. That's what probably. I mean. That's why I, that's why I hate that. Right? It's yeah. kind of like you let. The, but but it was an it was a net foul, and Musso really made a great save. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that it didn't come down to VAR calling it back because I don't know but, if that would have. But and we also we rag on Hamdanovich all the time, saying that he's old and he can't move and get to the ground. Like he made quality saves. Like I haven't seen Hamdanovich play that well in a while. Um, so yeah. both goalies, like this game could have been two, two, it could have been two, one, but they were actually decent, decent saves that you were seeing from, from both teams. Um, so, uh, Parola saying there was a penalty in favor of Adelant. Uh, the ref couldn't see it, but their VAR. So D'Ambrosio put his hand. I don't remember that one specifically. I'm trying to remember when, what part of the game that happened. I don't remember. Was it a handball? He's saying that. I mean, if it was, it was a questionable handball because I don't even remember. Even after watching that game and then watching the highlights again, yeah, I don't, I don't remember them going to that. So, um, 
Yeah. I can't remember it off the top of my head. I thought Demaral played well. He had a couple, played strong, yeah. He had a couple of really good – I remember we were tackling back, texting back and forth saying, oh, what's the option to buy from Juventus? And he was like, he's probably <laughs> already, he's already worth double. They're going to pick it up and sell him for double. Or keep so, him. He played very physical, and he was very yeah. enthusiastic, and you know, pumping his fist and screaming and shouting. You know, yes, and he had well-timed tackles. He he got mm-hmm. on the ball versus the fouls. Like the the knock on him sometimes is he missed times and it fouls people. But you know, the thing that I loved about him, and I almost forgot, and I saw a little bit in this game was like when we talk about like that um passion and that leadership, that excitement that like uh, Kalini brings. Buffon used to bring after big save. Demerol has that right. Like he makes a tackle, he he celebrates like he saved the like he scored a goal. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it just pumps it up. Yeah, the fans feed off it. It's nice. He um, he's saying that there was a cross that the Brozio was behind someone and stopped the ball with his hand. I really, honestly, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I believe him. I don't remember where, <laughs> um, like what part of the game it happened. But I think what Adelant missed uh, on their team was was their wing play. I mean, they didn't have they didn't play Male, they didn't start him, they didn't start Zapacosta. You know, yeah. they still don't have Ghostins. That they don't have their normal wingers. Like to have Jim City and Pazella uh, on the sides. You know, they yeah. didn't get they didn't get much from from the yeah. wings. That, to me, that's and you know me, I'm big on this, but I think Ghostins and Male or Castani from last year, or even. Um, Who's the other one you just Hadabor, said? Hadabor. Hadabor. Sapacosta, I still think, is a downgrade from those guys. But Hadabor, Gosens, like, I think that's the extra little gear that you that Avalanche has been missing. Because that well, allows them to provide width. That's what and makes o- them so effective. Though. Yeah, and that's it allows them to overtake the midfield, right? Quickly, quickly press the other team and, and go the other way. And, it, you know, when you, when you have regular players that don't run as much, aren't as effective, it's like it downgrades the whole team. Yeah, for sure. Um, I will give a shout out to Parola on um, Bastoni because at the end of the game there was a long ball played over the top um, to Muriel and Bastoni just completely whiffed and made a mess of it and gave a breakaway to Muriel. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. And a nice save from Hanovich. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's the the poor defending that I guess he, he yeah. sees every week from from Bastoni. I like Bastoni. I'm just saying I like to call that out because he's. He always questions his ability. Yeah, no, I'm a big Bostoni fan too. I think Bostoni might do better. I know he's been playing in three, defending at three for a long time, and I think he's adequate at it. But part of me wonders if he played defensive four, if that would cut down some of those, um, some of those mistakes because he would have he would have more of a specific zone to stay in. And I think the more space around him you give him to cover, I think is where you kind of open him up to Wait, bad so- angles and. Where do you you want to play him in the center back and back? Uh, yeah, like I don't know, you know, either center back, which he wouldn't probably wouldn't play with the guys they have, right? I also think he's got good enough feet to play on the on the side potentially, and he he's could, he's yeah. fast. You know, I don't know if he's got the skill to do it, but it's just a hunch, right? Because I think at times when he's left in space and he's got people on both sides of him, like I don't if, know if Adelanto can play Toloi and Jim City on the wing yeah. consistently, why can't yeah. why can't yeah. Bastoni do it? You know? So it's not that he doesn't have the skill, it's just the philosophy. They don't want to go yeah. with the back. And this has worked for them, right? So I don't expect them to yeah. change it. But. I think he could totally do it. He's a good passer. He's good with Yeah, the he's a good passer. Really he's got good uh speed. I think, you know, I don't know. I think he's still got margin of improvement for sure, but mm-hmm. so you know, inter only getting one point for the first time in a while, um, actually drop some points. Yeah, which... <laughs> so so I think I texted you guys, right? What did I say? And you know me. I love – we all love Adelante, right? And I hate Inter. At one point, I was like, it'd almost be better if they tied or or, or lost here just to keep Adelante closer to the pack with Juventus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a tie is probably the best result here. Uh, but what do you guys think? Missed op- Big missed opportunity for Adelante, I think, right? If we're really looking at it like – Adelante, but, would, if the Adelante could have won, I mean, because Adelante in their head still got to think, hey, I can challenge for one. Well, Adelante uh, hasn't been good at home at all this season. Um, so I think if you're if in their eyes, you know, getting a point is pro- against Inter, I think I think they're okay with that. You think not, so? We're yeah. not mad at that. I, I think getting a point, you know, stealing a point is, is, is okay. But can it be considered stealing a point at home when you could make the argument if we take three, we close the gap and we can with, put pressure with on no them? Zapata, no, you know, with missing some pieces and, you know, yeah, I see that as, as a, a positive for Adelante. Not, not yeah, it's not, a, it's not a bad result. It's not like, oh, we lost, but um, 
it you know it is what it is i guess um so let's transition back to juventus uh if you guys have nothing else to say about this game Bastoni is good, but every once in a while he makes some mistakes, yeah. which is, yeah, I agree with yeah. that. And, and again, a 0 0 game, you know, in the really 90s, you're watching, you're watching a 0 0 game in the 90s. That is the most boring thing in yeah. the world. This, this was game not, was, was not boring. This was um, not a boring game, no. Um, 2 nothing. Juventus win over Udinese. Uh, you had goals from Dabala. Um, and do you guys want to talk about the Dabala goal? Yeah. What, so what, what happened at the Dabala goal that everyone's been talking about? So Dabala scores, and immediately I text you guys and I say, "Did he just stare down the entire uh, like director, everyone, sporting director, everyone, just everyone in the crowd?" Um, there was our producer thought he was checking out his own replay, which um, <laughs> I was like, "No." And then he tried to play it off, going, "No, maybe he thought he was offside." I'm like, "He was not offside." He basically yeah. it was it he was uh, exactly what he, he was, was doing. making a statement, right? Yeah. Basically, like because if everyone doesn't know, there's the new um, what's the name of the new guy that just came on that they brought on as um, kind of like a consultant. I think it was directly at Nedved. <laughs> <laughs> so it basically he scored which is uh, first of all the play was a nice interchange uh arthur to kane who passed it to Dabala, a nice you know finish up for 90 um he then proceeds to not just celebrate. not not really celebrate with his, with his teammates directly stare at ownership and and, uh, and uh, the guys up top yeah um he was asked after the game you know what, what? What were you doing? He said. He said, "I was looking for a friend. I invited him to the game. Believe me, if you want to. You know, nobody believes that." But and then he also said, "Like I have nothing to prove to anyone. The club decided that we will talk in February or March. I'm available to the coach." So basically, I think ownership and, and the management said that they were going to postpone contract talks until well, February yeah, or March. There was so a statement that came. There was a statement that came out by the new guy. I forget his name now. That came in and it was basically. It starts like, with the C. Was it Cher- Cherbano? No, it, it wasn't Carabine. It was uh, another guy that um, they sent in there. I thought El- I thought Elcon sent in and there as like a consultant. Anyway, they kind of said we have to reevaluate if the the listen, value that we even offered is even worth it. Basically, was he saying? If, <laughs> um, if I'm Dabala. I say go screw yourself. I'm out of here. They already agreed on something. There was there was a yeah. Like, he's, got, he's, the, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone though, right? He's gonna leave for free. I would. Um. So so, Daddy made the comment of guys. The matter of fact is that Alonso win, um, the missing game. We are four points from them and five from Napoli. Yeah, that's um, that's that's the fact that we're all gonna you know talk about. Probably if Juventus, it's a good thing. Um, but I think I still think it's malpractice to let. The Bali get to the expiring contract and lose him for free. I said it to Milan about Donnarumma, and it's happening now with Juventus. He's going to be gone for free. Um, and you can say whatever you want. He gets hurt too much. He doesn't play. He's not worth the contract. But, but put yourself in in his shoes at your own job. If you were treated the way that the ball has been treating, treated, I'm blaming the ball. I'm blaming. I'm blaming saying, the ownership. Would you want to stay in a place like that? I'd probably be looking for a new job right now if my job yeah. was treating me the way that he's being treated. Oh, yeah, that's that what I'm being saying. Said, I do think he's going to leave. I do think he's not going to be a complete jerk and go to a team in Italy. I think he's going somewhere else. Oh, I don't. Th- I think he's going to go somewhere else to make more money, or he could go to Inter with Marotta. I wouldn't be. No, I don't think so. Would be too shocked. But I think it doesn't matter. Like, he is all within his right to leave. My thing is, that's why you don't let the contract get to this last six months. We all know this. Like, we all know it. And it's like, what was the end game? Like, There's you no re- way in hell I would sign with them. Did no you way. really think you were going to hold him at $8 million when it's- now a team can give him 10 without paying you any money? Like, I mean, the, the, the thing Juventus has is that, like, he still loves the team and the club and the fans. I don't think like, so. Not from what he did the other day. I don't. Th- I think he's I, over I, it. No, I think he's still – I think he's still – like, if he had it, obviously his choice is, is staying and not going anywhere. He doesn't – I don't think he really wants to go anywhere. No, because you know what? The fans have not treated him great either. There's a lot of fans. There's a lot of other shows like us that come on and they slam Dybala because they say – He's overrated. He only plays on one the Reddit, on the Reddit too. They, they yeah. slam him constantly. And, and the fact of the matter is, right? Like you have to call the player for what it is. In terms of class, there's no one on Juventus close. that close to that. So you can say whatever you want. He doesn't play enough games. Agreed. Um, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't score thirty goals. Fine. But if you want to say uh, people that are worthy of wearing the number ten, 
after people like Baggio and, and Del Piero, like Dabala, you can make the cases worthy of wearing it. When he leaves, you see who will have <laughs> and who knows who will wear it. And then you can tell me, oh, I wish we had Dabala because we have, you know, more people like Kane. So, you know, it is what it is. Like he's gone at this point. I don't think he has any intention of resigning. I don't think no, he went to. I don't know about that. I, I, I think you guys are, are putting too much. Like you guys are making like definitive right now that he's. I think not it's definitive. Signing. I, I think it was. I, I think know. it was on the bubble. That's why he didn't sign the first deal. He wanted to see how it played out, and with them kind of holding firm on the amount, I, I don't think they've at all helped the case. I don't see it. Like if you're at this point, let me ask you this, Dan: What would make him resign? Fifteen million a year, <laughs> which they're well, not going to do. I, I think it's a, you know it's 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 what he really wants. I mean, it's it's if he wants to stay in Italy, if he wants to stay with Juventus, like not j- besides the money factor, but like with the other things around the club, if all that kind of stuff is weighing heavy on him, you know. But the thing is, Juventus would have done that if they would have treated him right. But they, but they are not treating him right. You know, they're coming out publicly saying we don't know if he's worth any more than eight million dollars. Like that's not a club that you're going to be like, ooh. They want me here. According to reports, they had an agreement. They just had to be signed. Like minor things working out. And now you go back on it. Like screw you. Yeah, but I'm according to it. whose reports? Until it's signed, it's not signed, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So I mean, anyway, I we definitely had to touch on that because um, that's the big story with you. Producer saying it's they're not going to hold firm. I absolutely think they're going to hold firm. I think yeah. I mean, I don't I forget, think- ten million is twenty. Ten million net is twenty million gross. Right, so they're they're really trying to lower, and there's people that are saying that that twenty million dollars is going to be put towards Vlahovic. I, I said to Dan when we were watching this game, I said the only player I like on this team is McKinney. <laughs> no, no, I like no. Come on, you can't say that. I mean, McKinney played well again, and he's been playing better and better. And he's unfortunately one of the people who actually have value on the team, so they're probably going to get rid of him <laughs> eventually. So that sucks, but. Um, you know, Arthur even their blows. Benton Core sucks. Listen, the, the, can we talk about the worst player out of all this the whole game? Was first of all, Pellegrini played bad, but whatever. Kulisevsky, Kane. Kulisevsky was the worst. Yeah, yeah. Kane was Kane was bad, but he's been bad. Kane is just not existent. Non-existent. You know, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> so it's so so. I guess to me, who's worse, Kane, who doesn't touch a ball? <laughs> or Kowalski, who gets the ball and doesn't do one foot the right, doesn't place one foot the Dude, right way. You're saying this about Kane, and he had an assist. <laughs> he had an assist. Okay. Listen, <laughs> to me, Kane isn't playing in the right position. I would put him on the wing. He's not a striker. Yes. He, I think, yeah, I think unfortunately both our forwards would be better out wide. Yeah, maybe, yeah, exactly. Morata should be on the wing. He should not be. He should not. We be don't number nine. nine. That goes back to we don't have a number nine. Yeah. Right? Um, but Chris, Chris was ragging on Benson core. I mean, at least for that first half, he made some defensive plays and fought a little bit. That was one of his better games, to be honest, that first half that he had. Um, I mean, Arthur, so Arthur, it's funny. We got the, the good, the good 30 minutes at Arthur Rome. Mm-hmm. And this was to me, it was back to like old Arthur in this game. Yeah. Nothing special. Yeah, and I think he got that yellow card early on too, didn't he? Or was that not this game? Or was he that might, versus Inter? Do you think the lit beats Rugani up in the locker room? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, wait. What do you have negative say about Rugani in this game? What did he do? That was so bad. I just like ragging on him. Was this the game where he had the one pop over his head and he had to come back and save the tackle? Yes, he did make the mistake and had to do the, the, the saving tackle. That was pretty bad. Yes. But, um, no, I mean, listen, Rugani, this is the first time he's played four games in a row for Juventus, I think, since he's been here. Yeah. In, in, in how many years? He's earning that paycheck this month, let me tell you. Yeah. He's he hasn't played um, that bad. The thing is with Rugani, there's two things why people make fun of him, right? Because on Empoli, they were like, he's the next big thing for Italy, which obviously he never was. But then, two, they pay him three, three and a half million a year, whatever they pay him. I think uh, more. <laughs> uh, um, when really, if he was making a million, a million and a half, and they say he's our fourth central defender, no one would have a problem with that. Yeah, of course. That's a whole That's the problem. Story. So is it a problem of Juventus who gave out the money? Yes. <laughs> or is it really him, right? Like, that's the thing. Um, we should mention Udinese. I mean, they were freaking terrible in this game. Yeah. I mean, not pressuring. I mean, you're making Juventus and midfield do whatever they want and slowly go up the field and not have any pressure. Like they didn't, they didn't do anything, and it didn't look they even cared that they were no. like down one nothing. That was a really poor 
performance. It was them. bad performance. Like there was no urgency whatsoever when it was zero zero, when it was one nothing, when it was two nothing. Mm-hmm. It looked like they were. It looked at one point this game honestly looked like a like a scrimmage. It looked like a, a you know seventy percent seventy five speed. Yeah, and I know they had COVID and some injuries. They had one actual center back playing center back. The rest are two. The other two are fullback. So whatever. But and they're signing a, a fullback Mari on loan. Um, from yeah, and, and even I mean, with that, uh, though, even with that, the faulty event just came back out. It's not like we created 50 chances. No, it was like, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't an impressive performance. No, at least they got the three points instead of the one the first yeah. time around. So right. it's an improvement. Right. Um, but again, nothing, nothing special on either end. Um, and, and, it, than, you know, and it was a typical Juventus to the 80th minute when McKenney scored, right? It was one nothing, and we were going, here we go again. Like, you, you could easily see that second half of yeah. one stupid mistake and Beto, Beto making, you know, blasting one in the top corner. Or a penalty oh, kick. Or, cool, it's tied 1-1. One, one. Yep. yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they got the results, so you can't really complain um, too much. I can. I don't enjoy watching them play. No, Chris, Chris, listen, Chris did fall asleep again during this game. Literally, he does that every week. So just let you know, he slept listen, again. At this, at this point this year, the ship has sailed on enjoying watching them play, right? Like this is, to, for me anyway, I'm just speaking for myself. For me, it's like, can they figure out this one goal, hunker down and hold defense and get points? Like that's how I'm looking at the rest of the season. Like I have no aspirations of, of beautiful soccer. I don't have any aspirations. of Even uncovering anyone good. The one person I liked, Keza got hurt. Right, like he's not going to play Soleil because he doesn't play young guys. Like I have, I just can we score one goal and grab some points and leave? That's that's pretty much what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, Tom, one of the games we have to look at. Sassuolo Verona. Did you guys watch the Sassuolo Verona game Sunday morning at six thirty? No, I, I caught bits and pieces. I was. Um, I mean, I, I did. I mean, I saw bits and pieces too. I was, I was semi awake, but I did see. The highlights um, and four-two victory for Verona over Sassuolo, which all four of us picked Sassuolo to win <laughs> this game. Um, you know, Sassuolo's home; they've been playing decent. Um, you know, we don't see the lineups. Like I didn't it's know funny. Kiriakopoulos and Mulder. I didn't, you know, I didn't know Berardi wasn't going to play. You know, so it's yeah. hard when you're making yeah. those. And Verona, like we're we're fans of Verona, and they've been really consistent recently. So we're like they kind of had slipped back. Sassuolo is playing good. And then it was a like complete reversal. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't shock me that Verona won. Right? No. Like, Kitty Cash given up a penalty shot, my favorite defender. Barack had a hat trick. Barack with the hat trick. Um, he's the first ever Verona midfielder to have a hat trick in Serie A for them. So, you know, he's been consistent. Their top three, um, you know, Simeone, Barack, and Capari have just been, they've been really solid players. Um, and, and maybe really good they, they actually play the ball and 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 move which is nice to see um but 4-2 win for them is huge Skamaka did score a nice goal um, nice. you know three in his last two games um yeah agreed uh, uh Parola said Berhardi is half the team of Sassuolo if not half the team I agree he's so important that like so much builds off of him in terms of confidence too like I think that team has Berhardi on the field they go okay we can score in any moment we can create chances and Without yeah. him there, it's like because well, the team's night and day. pretty young, and he's one of the older dudes. So yeah, yeah. I mean, what are they? They're, they're vets are uh, Kitty Cash, Consigli, and and Berardi. You know, those those are the vets on that team. The rest are pretty young. Um, but yeah, when, when he's not in, it's like, oh man, I want to make my switch of, uh, <laughs> of maybe pick a tie or Verona to win. Um, cause, yeah, because they're not a terrible team, Verona. But they, I mean, they dominated for the most part. You know, you expect it to be a closer game, and no, it was it was pretty pretty dominant. I think we all said it was going to be pretty high scoring. I just don't think we got the right side of it. Yeah, no, we definitely didn't get the right side of that. All of us picked um, Sassuolo, um, and, and Verona has lost. I think they lost recently to like Spezia or something. Yeah, you know, they, it's inconsistent. I mean. You know, yeah. games from them, but that's what you get in this league. You get you get teams that you'll yeah. beat them one week and then lose to a crap team. Give it up to Spezia after today. Oh, we're gonna. That's the next game we're gonna talk about. Um, why don't we just let's just go? Do you have anything else to say about this game, guys? No, no. I mean, again, it was six thirty in the morning on the East Coast. So uh, if you caught it, congrats. Three thirty on the West Coast. Three thirty on the West Coast. Yeah, um, it's hard to catch that game. Um, let's go to that Spezia Spezia Milan game because that just happened today um, at lunchtime. I was I was eating lunch and watching this game, and it was man. Whew. 
Frank, did you catch any of this game? I did not. I was working. So fill me in. Catch me up. The upset. Upset. 2-1 wins Betsy over Milan. Yeah, I saw the score. That made me happy. (laughs) Okay. I know. You can read the screen. I see that. (laughs) Um, I will say this game. I love the highlights. Starting out this game, I mean, that first half was like pretty much all Milan. You know, Leal, 90 seconds of the game, almost scored. He had three or four chances. Could have scored. He did score one, um, but he could have had like about three goals. Um, Theo Hernandez missed the penalty shot um, that Leal drew because Providel made a, a terrible mistake and, and took him out. Um, that being said, he had a fantastic game. Providel, to me, was the man of the match. He played he played great, the, the saves he made. Um, but Leal was very, very strong again. Um, that second half, though, I don't know. Spezia made a couple of changes. They put in Aguadelo. You know, he scored a goal. They, they were definitely more confident. They were They were – getting more forward uh, than that second half. And then what you see at the end of the game, Frank, if you watch the highlights, you said you watched the highlights, right? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Oh, my God. Rebic goes – he's outside the box. He goes to shoot, gets clipped in the back of the leg. The ball is rolling to Messias, who gets subbed in, rolls to him. He shoots a curler left foot, upper 90, far post, goal, but the ref blows the whistle. <laughs> And, and as soon as he blew the whistle, he was like, oh, shit. Like, I felt so bad for the ref because it didn't count, but it was clearly advantage, and he did play the advantage. I felt so bad for him. Yeah, I think they already said that he's getting suspended. I feel, ah, that sucks, you know, because, like, you see a ball rolling that off a, off a, a shot that didn't go anywhere. Like, you didn't expect it to go right to another player and shoot an upper 90 shot. So, yeah, that, that sucked. Um, the worst part, they come down and score. <laughs> so, so then, yeah, so then they get the free kick, they don't make it, and then Spetsy comes right back, and they get a counterattack goal, and win 2-1 in the last minute of the game. It, it should not be how that game ended, and Milan deserved better. And I think my response to that was, well, it's good to see that at least it doesn't just happen to Juventus, right? So on the highlights, I saw Liao clearly played really good. Uh, the goalie for uh, Providel played good. It happens, though, right? Yeah. I mean, but that's huge. I mean, they could have – I know they have a game in hand, but they could have went on top of Inter if they got three points and put pressure back on Inter with that game in hand, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Parola said the same thing, that Milan should have won because of the – A hundred percent. Anyone who wants that game. that was taken away and – Anyone who wants that game knows that Milan deserves three points and they got zero. So, and we uh, kind of said this kind of in hope, though, right? We kind of said, look, let's hope the second half of the season, everything bad that happened to Juventus kind of bounces out across the league. And this might have just been one of those games for Milan. It's unfortunate because they could have overtook Inter, yeah, you know, for you know, for the time which, being. But you know, yeah. I, I actually that so that game was on the same time as not being Bologna, and I. I just really wanted to see Leal, and I wanted to see Tonali. Unfortunately, Tonali didn't play, but I, I wanted to see them two play because they've been playing so well. I think Leal's having his best stretch. Oh, by far. Right? Listen, like he's, he's really coming. He's dominating. I mean, they're talking contract extension for him already because they just want to lock him up because, I mean, he keeps playing like this. He's gonna, well, listen, people are going to start offering stuff for him. He attacks the space with such speed that he he's really counter-talks good. by himself, you know, and he's got skill. So – you know when how did my jory how did my jory play because i had him on my team you guys laughed at me <laughs> listen you got a yellow card and you no. nothing special i don't think so um so uh Perel and milan now have to be careful we are seven points from them fourth place is open <laughs> well you no say- I, I do agree with that actually i thought this was a benefit because the way i look at fourth place right is like the more teams you can keep in the pack the better chance you have of one of them slipping up, right? Like if it's just you're chasing one seven points behind, it's very hard. But if you got three teams within seven points, it's still a lot of work to be done, but it's possible. You know? I still don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, you know what's going to – I hate to say it. You know what's going to make a big, big difference? It's, I think it's going to be this Milan-Juventus game coming up and, and the Adelante-Juventus game because then after that, all the big teams are done for Juventus. So uh, well, yeah, I don't know their full schedule for the rest of the, the year, but but those games will be important. What do you mean they still play Inter again, don't they? Yeah, but but the head <laughs> to the head to head though, you know what I mean? The yeah. head to head if they got if they can come out. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, this game I felt really bad for for Milan because um, they are one of 
you know, I have no ill will towards towards Milan. You know, no. I, I, I like them as a team. You know, I'd rather see them win than, than Inter or yeah, you know, me too. other teams. So, um, and, and they have people you can actually root for. But then when you see that, it's, ugh, it's it sucks. They have a lot of players missing too. <laughs> yes, uh, Romagnoli is back from COVID. I think he'll be back from COVID. You know, Tamori's out now. He had surgery on his knee. Kyer's out. You know, he's out for season. Kyer and Tamori, their biggest. We losses. can give him Rugani. <laughs> Having Romagnoli back could help Juventus next week on Sunday. <laughs> I don't even think Gabi and Kulubu played terrible. You know, they, they didn't play bad for their fourth and fifth yeah. center backs. You know, they weren't but awful. Kulubu's more of a fullback anyway, isn't he? And he can play all over. Their center – they went from having two of the best center defenders with Tamori and Kyer to – you know, that's that's like but, losing – And look at that – And Kalini and, and, and Bonucci. Look, look at that midfield they're playing, too. Bakayoko and Krunic, who both yeah. are not having good seasons. You know, you're yeah. used to playing Kessie and Tonali or Benacer. That, that's not a good yeah. not a good midfield right there. So, And, and that being said, they should, they deserve the win, and they got screwed. It, it's like Juventus, though, right? We have no Chiesa. No, I mean, all the teams are banged up, you know? Yeah. Props to Provedel, man. That was awesome. Yes, he he did. He do. He made really strong saves, even though he made that stupid you know play for the penalty shot, which they didn't capitalize on. Yes, um, props to Provolone. <laughs> uh, I did make money on layout scoring, so um, I would like to uh, shout him out for that. Thank you. That's good. Um, <laughs> Dom, throw up the scores for the uh, the rest of the games. Well, quickly. What pro is say after the. After the what? There's Inter Milan. After what? I got after Juventus Milan. There's Juventus Inter. Is that what he's trying to say? No, Inter Milan. What sauce? Or, or Inter Juventus? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know if he's speaking English in that uh, comment. <laughs> Sunday after Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. But Maybe, um, I'm thinking typo. Dom, throw up the scores. So rest of the uh, the roundup. Samp, Samp lost to Torino two one. They had the lead in that game. Caputo scored. Chris Caputo, your guy. <laughs> uh, so there's some good room, rumors, interesting rumors for Sampaoli, though. Well, so they um, they fired their coach, Diversa, um, mm-hmm. and they are hiring. Shoot, I saw the name and I forgot who it was. Giampaolo, isn't it? Giampaolo, yeah, I think they're yeah, hiring. but also player wise, aren't they? So bringing in- they're bringing in people for loan. I think Sensi, they want to bring in a, for a loan from Inter for the rest of the season. Uh, oh, so oh, that's right. There's a uh, there's um, games this weekend, and I think there's international. Next week, uh, so there's no two games. Weeks? Um, What's two the international weeks? for? I think it's just friendlies. It's just mm, great. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. So, so there, there's rumor that they're bringing in Sensi, which I think is awesome. Smart that's huge. Move. That's a really he, good move. He can yeah. help. He can help any team if they let him play. And I also heard there's potential where they might um, try to loan Sole from Juventus for the oh, second. Great. Match. So he can go a wall too. Oh. Samp is nervous, man. They're making moves because they do, you know, they're they're on that cusp, that that uh, fringe right now. So, would you like to like to see Sole play 10, 15 games though? Instead, the thing is, I don't know if he's gonna play. Like, yeah, uh, now is playing, which is yeah. nice. You know? I don't think Sole is gonna get a lot of time there either. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I, you know, if he's gonna get more than he would at Juventus, but don't yeah. expect him to play tons of minutes. Um, but that Sensi pickup for them would be huge. Since he's one of the top top players, he's he's a quality player. Listen, yeah, I'd call Inter and say, "Can I loan him from you as yeah. Juventus?" Yeah, totally. <laughs> they wouldn't I, give him to us, yeah. but I, you know, but he could he could help Juventus right now. He's better than everyone we have, not named Locatelli and McKenny. Mm-hmm. Um, Lazio beat Salernitana three nothing. Immobile had two goals. This game wasn't even close. I mean, they shouldn't even be a team. Salernitana. <laughs> We had Venencia Empoli 1-1 draw. This game was a game of two halves. Empoli dominated the first half, and then Venencia flipped the switch and scored. And Nani, who uh, who Venencia signed from Orlando City, the MLS, he's back in Italy, and he, 90 seconds in, he gets the assist to tie the game up. When, you know, he got subbed in, and he made a difference immediately. So 1-1 draw for them. I love uh, Venencia. Yeah, Venencia, I mean, he got a point. You'll take the point. Rome beat Kyrie one nothing. Um, their new signing Oliveira scored a penalty shot. Um, I didn't see this game, but apparently, besides the penalty shot, he had a really good, strong game. I didn't see. Yeah, I saw the highlights. I mean, he played okay. He scored the goal. Um, you had Napoli beat Bologna two nothing. Uh, Chucky Lozano had two goals. Osimhen did come in. He played. 
Um, so he's back. That's a good sign for Napoli. Uh, Svanberg had a, hit a post on a nice free kick, so it could have been 2-1. Uh, and Fiorentina, this game was a freaking disgrace. Genoa sucks, it says at the bottom of the screen. Six nothing Fiorentina win over Genoa. Genoa fired their coach. They're hiring some guy who's coached in Germany, Wolfsburg and Hertha Berlin. Um, he's now going to be their new coach. They f- okay. fired Shevchenko, who got totally screwed, by the way. That was just a terrible uh, signing and position they put him in. He was a no-win situation for him. So, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a general-related Juventus question. Um, this is that you'd rather have Rovella stay with Genoa and in a downward spiral team to bring him back. He didn't even play today. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was supposed to start, and I, they took him out pregame. Well, he might have been injured or whatever. But I'm just saying, like, is this what you want him to learn for the last uh, to be with? For I, the next? How is he learning? This is the third coach of the season. That's, that's what I'm on. saying. Like, it, it's it's impossible for any of these guys I, to learn. I don't understand, so I don't get the whole point of like, no, we're gonna leave. No, him there. It, I, I'm usually a fan of Genoa because I like I like the rivalry of Samp Genoa. Like those games yeah. are huge, but they deserve to go down. They're not you, a good team. You know what bothers me? With Juventus, like their Allegri is like, oh, we can't get rid of Arthur. Like we need replacements and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Like he, I think yeah. he's gonna get loaned out this week. Whatever it's gonna happen. Let's hope like, because just call Ravella back. Well, perfectly great, great example, Chris. Right, right. Oh, we can't get rid of Arthur. We need, we need, we need reserves. You're gonna end up keeping guys just to try to crawl to the rest of the season, and then you won't be able to sell them. So if anyone wants anyone that you don't have in the long term plans, get rid of them. Bring back Ravella. Like. Is he going to really be worse than one of the guys you're getting rid of? No. Like, I, I think blind. I think he will not play if you bring him back. So he's not going to bring him back. Like he's he's going to rob the of Allegri. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the Allegri. so what's the point? Just leave him there. If well, I was, he but play? if I but if I was Allegri, I'd tell you Ventus. Look, the one guy you could sell one of them um, to make some money and get clear of the room, so I can get somebody I actually want in June, and I'll bring back Ravella. End of story. Do that. There you go. Yeah, Ravello was supposed to start. He did get injured before the pregame uh, in the warm-ups, I guess. And then um, he said there's a rumor about the guy from Toronto that Juventus wants. I don't even know who that guy is. Sconini? I don't, so, Sconina? That, I don't even that's know not that the is. goalie, right? No. Oh, is that the 17-year-old goalie in the MLS? Is that how you spell his name? Uh, I thought there was a rumor that they wanted the 17-year-old goalie from the U.S. I don't know. Um, I but this game... Too. This game, Fiorentina, I mean, Baraghi scored two beautiful free-kick goals. If you didn't see it, Vlaovic scored another goal. Uh, this game was not close from any Listen. stretch. Like, it was two, It was an amateur team playing versus a, a real team. It was yeah, bad. but Vlaovic goal, not many people can do what he did, that trap. and The, the Which, only person that I've seen do that is me. <laughs> okay, relax there. Uh, Vlaovic did have a hot dog moment on a penalty shot where he yeah. – he missed a penalty shot. He looked, he looked like an ass on it, and he apologized to fans as he came out in the second half um, to, to second half start, and he was like he, – he did like – what did he do, Chris? He tried to chip the goalie. Yeah. On he, a, you like, know, he tried to soft floater, you know, down the middle, this, yeah. down the middle and Saragu was just like, I'm not falling for that shit. Like, I'm Saragu. Yeah, so, I'm like, Saragu was diving down, but, like – was able to stick his hand up because it was yeah. such a flow. He just really, he looked really stupid. Whenever, if you miss a shot like that, you always yeah. look stupid. You know, it takes so. chops to do that. That's what yeah. I said. That's the ultimate brass penalty, right? The little, what do they yeah. call it? Ro- ro- like, ro- barely ro- missed those, yeah. you know. <laughs> when you miss it, it looks real bad. Yeah. But uh, he did redeem himself with a beautiful goal. Um, just the whole play, you know, the trap and the shooting over the goalie. It was, it was nice. And I feel bad for Sarah. He always gets put on shitty teams. <laughs> yeah. And um, So Sergio won't go to City B with Genoa next year, right? I think he's he's close to retiring, I would think. What well, is he, 38, I, He'll play. I, he'll go somewhere else. I, yeah, somewhere no, else. he's going to get signed by another team. He's not Maybe going he'll come back up division. Juventus. Back up to that, maybe you know, to get rid of Federico. I can't Perrin. imagine Perrin's going to stick around and be. He's not going to. No, he's back not. up again. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's the roundup of the weeks. Um, Dom, do you want to go to the standings? Um, so All not right. – go, go ahead, Frank. No, no, go ahead. All right, so so uh, the standings are Inter uh, lead the pack with 50 points with 21 games. Uh, AC Milan, 22 games, 48 points. Then Napoli with 22 games at 46 points. Adelante, also a game in hand, 20, 21 games total, 42 points. Those are your top four. And then you have Juventus with 22 games at 41 points. Fiorentina, they have a game in hand, 21 games, 35 points. And then Rome has 35 points, but they've played 22. 
And Lazio has 35 points with 20. Yeah, so it's it's really a five-team race for that top four. They've kind of distanced themselves a little bit from Fiorentino, yeah. Rome, Lazio. Um, yeah, the way I look at it is I always assume, right, since I'm chasing, I assume the teams that are missing games, they get the three points. I think you just have to make that assumption, right? So you you I place Inter at 53, assuming they win their missing game. And Adelant at 45, assuming they win. I mean, Inter's missing game is against Bologna, if I, be, uh, I, I believe. And Adelant is with the knees, right? I think so. I so think I, you, you don't even have to concern yourself with Inter. I don't know why you are. No, <laughs> I, no, no, no. But I'm just, I'm just telling you my rationale. I always assume the the game in hand is is three points, right? So, so then, if you're if you're saying that, then it's a six team race because Fiorentina has a game in hand too. Yeah, so so Fiorentina will put them at thirty eight, so they're still mm-hmm. a little bit further out, but um, but you know, I think that so basically what we're saying is with that, uh, Atalanta be at forty five, Napoli be at forty six, so they're five points behind fourth place and six points behind, um, no, did I do that right? Oh, it's it, it would be four behind Adelante. four, yeah, four behind yeah. Atalanta, five behind Napoli, right? It's very close. It's Very doable. close, but with still 16 games left. Yeah, and you know? seven behind third. So the pack is getting more of a pack, which is what you want if you're chasing. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to have, like, three teams run away and one random team you're chasing. Nope. Because they can all beat each other up, too, you know? Yeah. And at the bottom of the standings, you have Sonorantana in last with 11, um, Genoa in second to last with 12 points. Coyote has 16 points, and then Venencia is right outside there um, with 18 points. And then Udinese and Samp only have 20. So there's there's legit – I At mean, we all, we all agree that Sarantana is not getting – you know, yeah. not staying. Oh, yeah, so no. <laughs> our producer said that Celeritano has only played 20 games, so do you assume that they get, they get six points also? No. <laughs> no, I, I don't, we do not. That would be also, you have to clump in Spezzi in this group because I know they just won, but like Mota's an idiot. So like, listen, his team has not been playing as bad as I thought they would be playing. I still include them with relegation chances for sure. Oh yeah, I mean they're definitely in that group. I mean you, you're not going to put Bologna, Sassuolo, Empoli. Those teams are on are going to get relegated. So I think, you have well, I think teams for three spots. Yeah, Bologna's safe, I think, because they have one game less and they're they have. 11 points and they're a good team they're a good team don't say just because that like they're actually a decent team but i think i think uh parole so i think from spezia down they Mm -hmm. all got to be a little worried yeah that's what you just said the the seven the bottom seven teams all have a legit shot i think so though yeah there's two spots up for grabs you know one i think genoa is in trouble at this point too to be honest the way they're playing there's two like, spots up for grabs. You can't say they're definitely gone yet. They're a mess. They have to I, turn it around with this new coach like quickly, like starting mm-hmm. like this week. Um, Dom, throw up our – oh, wait, throw up the um, Italian Cup, Dom, the, because there are more Italian Cup games starting tomorrow. Great. So for those, for those who don't know, we're in the final 16. Last week we had Fiorentina beat Napoli 5-2. You had Adelant beat Venezia 2-0, and you had Milan beat Genoa 3-1. So this week there are five games, and they're all between Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. So Samp Juventus is tomorrow, and I think Sassuolo Caiedi is Wednesday, Lazio Udinese is Wednesday, uh, Inter Empoli is Wednesday, and Thursday is Lecce Rome. Let's go um, Lecce. Yeah, they only said it'd be team uh, in the competition. Is it me or do I want every other team we're chasing to go to the finals? Yeah. <laughs> I just want them to have more games to play. I really do. I oh, so what? So what you're saying? You want Juventus to lose tomorrow? I think Juventus has a pretty safe trip. Uh, well, Sassuolo can give them a hard time. I think. No, I know it's Samp, and then I think Sassuolo is going to be Coyote. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, but I think then they have to play Fiorentina Alant. I'm thinking they get knocked out there. <laughs> They're making a final final four bid for that. I think so. I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there will be tired teams for this weekend, um, which Dom, throw up our predictions from this week, and then we'll go to the standing or the schedule for this weekend. Well, there's too many games, man. Yeah, it's crazy. We will have to get um, Parola's predictions in the chat also. So our, our round 22 predictions, um, I got three points, I think, this week, and it uh, – 
you guys all got two. Um, so I gained a point on everyone. So standings are Chris has 42 points, Frank has 35, I have 33, and Parola has uh, 29. Um, so remember, we each pick a game. Um, if we guess the winner right, we get one point. If we best guess the score right, we get an additional point. So with that being said, let's go to round 23. Parola in the chat, please um, let us know your scores. Who would like to go first? You don't want to read the games first? Read all the games? You really want to read all the games? <laughs> you, you read all the games, God. <laughs> nah, we're good. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, let's go Juventus Milan. You got to go with the big one, right? Man, Milan, the Milan's home. I dislike Juventus. 3 2 Milan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded logic. I like it. Uh, Three two. You really? That's that's your thing. You're just yeah. Three two. I, I'm saying draw two two. I think Juventus. Juventus has won four of the last five games. They've gotten points out of every single game. You know, four wins, one draw. Um, I don't think they lose here. I'm going to say two two draw. Parolo says two one Juventus. Uh, well, he's never picked against them once all year, so yeah. My brain tells me draw, so I'm going to say 2-1 Juventus. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, Frank, you want to pick a game? There's some good games this week. Uh, there are some good games, huh? Um, well, I wanted you to read them, but you said no. <laughs> All right. Let's do Torino Sassuolo. I'm going to say 3-1 Torino. Oof. Really? Mm-hmm. Would you yeah. have a reasoning for that? Yeah, I think Torino's just playing really well right now, and Sassuolo just uh, after the the egg they just shot with, uh, or they just just played four two, and then we all picked for them. I'm off the Sassuolo bandwagon. Yeah, Torino so plays. Torino does play well at home. So what'd you pick? Three one Torino. Three one Torino. Single gonna score again, Chris, because he scored two weeks in a row. Dude, how good is he? You guys give me shit. He's awesome. <laughs> two two two. <laughs> um. Parola saying so solo two Torino one, um, so he's going with the away win. I'm saying another two two draw. These are two talented teams. This should be a fun one to watch. Parola, do you want to pick a game? I would assume you guys are going to pick lots on a lot, right? I guess I'm trying to think of another one. I see another one that is interesting to to look uh, at. Verona Bologna is not terrible. I guess. Um, all right, I'll pick that one. Verona is home versus Bologna. Um, I like the, what Tudor is doing with that team, even though he's going up against Mihailovic. I'm saying 2-1 Verona. Um, let me say 1-1. I'm going to say 2-1 Verona. Okay. I will wait for Perola's answer. Perola picked... Um, Lazio versus Adelante, and he says 2-2 two, two draw. I say 4-1 Adelante. 4-1 Adelante, really? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say 3-1 Adelante. I don't like Lazio at all. I hate that team. Yeah, and they're playing decent. <laughs> I just don't like them. I don't like. I can't root for anyone on that team. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say 3-1 Adelante. Okay. All right. Um what, what does he say? He's saying um, one nothing Bologna win over Verona. So we will see where that lands us. Hopefully I can gain some more points on you guys and make a comeback. You think um, I got all four games, right? Probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a parlay of your picks so um, and make some big money. Yep, yep. Um, anything else to say? We didn't really go over transfers a lot much. There were some transfers. Transfers going through, but once they're more concrete, we'll, we'll talk about them. There's still, I think, what, like one more week left in the transfer market, Chris? It's, it's, it's been pretty end, slow, huh? End of January. You wait Next week, it'll pick up a little bit. Two yeah. more weeks. Two more weeks, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, you know, once it's all finalized, we'll review all the transfers. There's so many rumors out there that aren't true, so no bother talking about them. Um, like, subscribe, Twitch, tw- uh, YouTube, um, follow, all that stuff. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. We had our first fan art submission, by the way. Go on our Instagram. Put- Putna in our chat. She's not in her chat today. 
but she did fan art. It was absolutely awesome. McKenney looked at also, it. Also, Weston McKinney looked at our fan art. He looked at it. He did not interact with he it. He did so not interact with it. Maybe so he didn't like it. Try but, again, Putna. Um, <laughs> but it, it's a really good drawing, and she did awesome. So look at that. And um, I hear NFT. I see an NFT with some fan art on it. We're gonna <laughs> Inter- sell that. <laughs> Interact with us on Twitter. We'll make fun of you. You can make fun of us, whatever. Um, and we will see you guys next. Being bullied on Reddit like constantly. Oh, people hate me on Reddit. They hate <laughs> me on Reddit. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, have a good night. Bye. All right, adios.